Welcome back to Detroit Rising. This is Chad Livingood, Senior Reporter at Cranes Detroit Business. This is a weekly segment at CranesDetroit.com and uh, on on Business Wrap, uh, looking at the revitalization of the city and wh- where businesses are headed right now, what are the major challenges ahead, and what can we expect um, as we move forward into 2019. Uh, my guest this week is Sharif Markaby. He is the uh, new CEO of the of Ford's Autonomous uh, um, Car Division, or uh, Thomas Vehicle Division, and uh, we are now recording this week at at the factory, Ford's first major presence inside of Corktown as part of this large build-out of this 1.2 million square foot campus that the company intends to have uh, established here within four years. Uh, this is uh, really, a, really a treat today to be here, and we appreciate uh, you having us uh, inside your building today, Sharif. Well, thank you for having me, and welcome to Corktown. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, your, your position changed, and you guys have created this new division within Ford. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. There's, this has been a pretty busy year uh, at well, Ford. It's been very busy and very exciting. Uh, so, yeah, we've uh, recently created, we've been working on autonomous vehicles for many years. And we've had a lot of different, both te- technology development and uh, business development to get to autonomous cars on roads as soon as possible. And we, uh, re- uh, middle of the year this year, we announced the formation of the AV or Autonomous Vehicle uh, Division or Autonomous Vehicle LLC. And we combined all the work that's happening in the company to make autonomous vehicles real. Uh, that combines working with Argo AI, which is the artificial intelligence uh, company that we work with, as well as all the business development. And as we deploy the AVs and do all p- our pilot work in many cities, including Miami and Washington, D.C. and others, uh, we, we do that work out of here, out of Corktown, Detroit. And and so you've you've came under one under one roof. You moved in here the end of May into this building. Um, that's lit uh, for people's location. It's right at the corner of of Michigan and, and Rosa Parks. Obviously, Ford made the big big news in June about that they that the company has purchased the the Michigan Central Station and is going to re- revitalize that long vacant building. You've pu- purchased a building next door, um, an old brass factory that's going to be torn down, and another large building will be built there um and and then uh, you're going to also um renovate the old uh, detroit public schools book uh book depository building to build out this larger campus so you've got um uh how many employees now about a little over 200 that are here now yeah in the building we have a, a, a bit over 200 we're pretty much filled the building right now uh with autonomous vehicle teams and also electric vehicle teams uh, but to your point, there's there's a lot of things that are happening here in, in Corktown, and Ford is, is really uh, excited about being part of it. Uh, most importantly, w- this is the beginning. Uh, we see autonomous vehicle development and autonomous vehicle teams here in Corktown as the beginning with uh, a lot of growth, including obviously the, the, you know, the areas that you mentioned. So um, as you're working on this autonomous vehicle build-out, um, what's the time frame right now for Ford to have um, a, t- a vehicle that will be available to the public in some ways? What's, what's that timeline right now? So we're working to, towards our, our goal of having uh, autonomous uh, vehicles at scale, and I, I want to call it autonomous service at scale uh, in 2021. So, um, you know, 
about three years from now. And the work that we're doing, and we started doing both on the technical uh, standpoint, making sure that there is an autonomous car, that it does work in the areas that we're going to deploy. And as a service, we're also working with partners, companies, services. We're developing the software that will enable the, you know, the whole thing to move around, uh, the managing the fleets, because we're talking about you know, thousands of cars at, you know, as we start uh, launching these vehicles. All of that. We're, we're, we're developing out of here, and we're already running the pilots in other cities as well. Will this look like a ride-hailing service, or what will this be? Our uh, goal, our plan, our strategy is to have uh, moving people like ride-hailing in addition to moving goods. So we, we've, we're working with companies like Walmart, like Postmates, uh, like Domino's, uh, in addition to companies like Lyft uh, for, for moving people. Uh, and we feel that we're developing a purpose-built car, a vehicle that will be able to accommodate both moving people and moving goods. And we're going to have that car running around autonomously at scale in 2021. Um, so will will it be will I get into a, a Ford autonomous uh, ride-hailing car, and there'll there'll be someone's pizza in there too? I mean, am I going to be sharing well, the, the, the the yeah? Vehicle? Good point. We're 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 close. We're working uh, closely to figure that out. We clearly want the best service for the autonomous uh, service. So uh, hopefully that will not happen. That we have uh, someone you know with the pizza in the back, but uh, we are planning to accommodate you know vehicles that can have goods or they can have people or obviously we have to be careful what we have in in those vehicles so that we can get the best service for people that are riding in that car so we're 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 planning not to have you know dissatisfied customers okay yeah but uh, there, there there is going to be some it sounds like there will be some uh, multi-use of these vehicles i mean they'll they'll, they'll there could be one moment delivering the pizza or delivering the box or or the groceries from walmart and then taking someone from walmart to back to their house we're, we're planning we're because we're a, obviously an, an auto manufacturer that have been building cars and designing cars for over 100 years we are planning this space is not uh, all firmed up or you know exactly what everybody's gonna is gonna do three years from now so we're planning the vehicles to make sure the vehicles can have the best service for people riding in the car uh, for goods and we're figuring out what goods we're going to deliver and what goods we're not going to deliver so that's that's work that we're in the middle of doing and then we can configure the car either way Basically, depending on the service and where where we can get what we call the the vehicles running all the time or you know utilization, basically the car being occupied um, and being delivered. We also have the flexibility to have the car deliver only people or only goods, so we can we can accommodate that as well. And this this type of service, both passenger and more of the goods on an autonomous scale, will be. Available sometime in 2021. That's right, and and that service we're planning would be at scale, meaning uh, the work that we're doing right now to get the areas we're going to be operating and uh, how, you know the businesses we're going to be working with at scale, meaning there's there's not going to be limitation of number of cars as we ramp up. Of course, in the beginning it's just going to be a ramp up, but uh, the plan is to start in 2021. And what kind of cars are they going to be? Um, It'll be a purpose-built. We haven't announced exactly what the car is going to be. Uh, we kick, you know, we kicked off the work. The work is happening already. To have a car that can um, that can 
thinking about moving people, for example, some of the key things in not only the car but the service is how fast the car comes to you, uh, what kind of opening is it? Is it inviting? Is it big? Is it low step over? So when you get into it, is it comfortable when you're riding in it? Mm-hmm. And uh, as you can imagine, the automotive industry has been designing and building cars for over 100 years for people to drive them. Now we're designing a car for people to ride in them, and they can ride in different places in the car. And it will not be using a steering wheel to steer the car anymore. It'll be an autonomous vehicle. So there's a lot of thinking that we're doing here in this building around the journey and how people are going to be using the service, how people are going to be interacting with the car when they're inside the car, uh, pedestrians outside the car, how do they know where the car is going? Um, you see today we, we underestimate the power of people and people driving the car, and then a pedestrian, just the eye contact with the driver, you know where the car is going. That's not going to happen anymore. There is no driver. So how do you indicate to people on the streets, to cyclists, to other things in, 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 on the road. So not only inside the car, but outside the car. And even not the car, like the app, the, the, the you know, what, what uh, comfort level are, are people, customized settings that we have for people as they ride in the vehicle. Those are all things that we're developing here in this building. We're speaking with uh, Sharif Markaby, the uh, president of and CEO of Ford's new autonomous vehicle division. Um, Sharif, what about this location here uh, in the heart of Corktown, uh, where you got you got bike lanes outside, you got a Mogo bike stand. Um, Ford just bought Spin, one of the new uh, one of the three different um, uh, brands of of, of, um, of electric scooters in the city. Um, you got all these people, different ways to move around. Um, what what about this area is in forming the, 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 just what you just discussed about how how you're how you're thinking about you know training these cars um to to think no that, <laughs> and there, react. there's a there's a pretty big advantage in in doing this work in in corktown and detroit um as you mentioned there are multimodals or different forms of transportation this is a city we're we're downtown uh we're dealing with the real uh, different ways of trans, you know, like you said, scooters and bikes and other other ways. We're dealing with real roads with people crossing the streets. We cross the street every day, you know, going you know through the city to park and then to come to the building and to, you know. So we we are living in an urban environment where which really represents a lot of what autonomous cars are going to be deployed, and that is informing and making our whole mindset change around how to think about autonomous cars and and deployment in cities. And I use the word mindset because uh, we are on the leading edge of changing the mindset of how people think of transportation, how we as a company think about transportation. Uh, It is not just the consumer. There are a lot of customers in many cities that have already changed their views. They're already using ride hailing. They're already using scooters. They're already using bikes. Uh, they're already looking for the most advanced ways of shared mobility, and now we are living it 
and we're developing our autonomous vehicles to be part of that ecosystem. As you move toward this 2021 20, uh, launch date, um, you obviously got two big firm years here in front of you. In 2019, what's the big challenge for uh, for this um, you know this project, this you know massive undertaking, and really? transformational moment for Ford Motor Company? Well, we recently had, just uh, last month, uh, we had a, a big event in Miami, which is one of the, one of the cities we're going to deploy uh, autonomous cars, and we had people riding in cars, and we're, we're pretty excited to get the technology to where it is today, and the technology that people would experience in, in, uh, in Ford AVs are uh, you're riding in the back and you know there's a safety driver in the front that's the current state of of where we are but it's riding autonomously so the vehicle are experiencing real world uh technical challenges you know there are people there are people following rules there are people that are not following rules and and any any and every object on the streets that you can imagine uh, we're dealing with and we're developing in the real world that you know the, the the vehicles with with that so the one area we'll continue to focus on next year is to refine the technology to get to the point where you can really have an autonomous car uh, that that goes everywhere in the areas that we're going to deploy. That doesn't require the safety. That's correct. Driver. That doesn't require the safety driver. So that that's the progression of of the work on working with Argo AI. That's that's really critical. The second piece that we're focused on next year in 2019 is continuing to develop the partnerships and the business. The when we uh, announced that we're working with companies like Postmates and Walmart, for example. We're we've already delivered over a thousand deliveries in, in, uh, for, in, in a, to basically simulate autonomous delivery. We learned a lot from that, from people that are experiencing the, the service. We also learned a lot ourselves about what to deliver and when to deliver it, how to deliver it, what are the challenges. And that's all different than anything we've done before. Uh, so we're going to continue that work next year. You, you, one of your partnerships, I believe, was with Domino's Pizza. Mm -hmm. you, you had a test delivery in Ann Arbor uh, delivering pizza. Um, how did that go? Well, we learned a lot from that. I actually were very, very pleased with, with the work that we started in Ann Arbor in 2017. And we learned a lot in Ann Arbor from, uh, you know, delivering autonomously in suburbia. In, in, in pe to people's homes, we learned how, uh, what's the excitement and the willingness for people to have their delivery where they have to walk up to the curb to, to, to pick up their, you know, their, their pizza in this case. How they interact with the, with the car, how they unlock the, the, the service so they can get their, their stuff. And then we went to Miami. And what we did this year with Domino's is spend time in Miami around also the delivery. And that is in an urban area with big tall buildings with people on the 10th floor. And we learned a lot about people's willingness to have autonomous delivery. Uh, we learned a lot about uh, the differences between suburbia and downtown, what we need to do. Uh, and with other companies as well, like Postmates and others, we learned a lot about where the, these deliveries are going. That's really important because as we develop the autonomous cars, we need to know where we're going to be running the service so we can do the, the, what we call uh, the high-definition mapping. 
autonomous cars need high definition mapping need to know exactly where they are need to know down to to you know centimeters versus you know a, a, a big distance in addition to all the sensing that's happening that work has to happen in parallel and by understanding where we're delivering stuff and where, where it makes sense we're able to do the technology development we've been talking with sharif markaby the uh, president and ceo of ford's autonomous vehicle division uh, here at the factory uh, in corktown uh, thank you sir for joining us on detroit rising very excited to be here thank you i'm chad livingood senior reporter with cranes detroit business you've been listening to detroit rising